What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Hello. What's we'll tea? Uh, you know, I really wanted some sweet tea real bad today. Quick story. So when I had um went to California for that um time frame that I went, my first thing that I bought when I touched down was some iced tea. And when I tell you, when I sipped that straw, my face went cross-eyed. I'm like, now hold on now. I forgot that in the South is the only place you're gonna find sweet tea. And when I say iced tea, I mean sweet tea, you know what I'm saying? But oh my god, people uh, people out here just drinking unsweetened tea. That's crazy. Anytime I go out to eat or go to a restaurant, I always get water every single time. Unless I'm getting like uh alcohol drink. But water or that. Uh, my friend, he ended up getting sweet tea today randomly. And I was like, dang, I ain't had sweet tea in like a year. Yeah, me too. And I, I, only drink, I usually only drink water too, but this particular time I had just got off a long flight. I'm just like, let me eat. But you're right. I don't, I can't remember last time I had a nun. I mean, besides coffee, I haven't had like a nun water drink. But yeah, I was craving it today, but I was like, mm, not going to do it. That's because yeah, I, ain't had no I had that sweet tea earlier and it was the, it was so good. Well, McDonald's low key got the I'm best. Sorry. McDonald's, I, I think I'm getting to the point where like everything's too sweet for me. Um, the sweet tea assert was perfect. McDonald's sweet light, tea. Sir. I'm gonna have to test them out after my second dose um settling. Um, I ain't gonna lie, the food was mid today, but they usually be A1. I probably should have went with my first choice and got the full snapper because I'm that's what I normally get, but um, I ended up getting just fried um i think i got like fried whiting and shrimp and like they have crab claws and i got a salad cut you that i'm just it'd be good though i mean it was I good i, I want to try this mac and cheese you don't hype hyped up from them mm-hmm. I, yeah that mac and cheese is good you that did them in rock south i got i got a tour i gotta go on macaroni cheese um out of a 10 it's probably like an eight Oh, it's no, not the know. best. It's not the best, but it is really good. And I like you how they what? make it. I can count on half a hand how many places who mac and cheese I like. So Yeah. Now I feel you. <laughs> I, um I said that that um I was gonna try to make non-baked macaroni and cheese because I actually like it sometimes. Yeah, my mom used to make it like that. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll give it that a shot. But as of lately, every time I go somewhere, I just get a salad as a side. I think the LA kicking in. You see, I'm That's drinking There you go. Yeah, I've been um, on my. I've been doing that. I've been juicing, not juicing. I've been making smoothies. I just been eating very like cleaner, not very clean, but cleaner. Um, because I have um, I gained like four pounds and four turning fifty, child. So I was. Ah! We not. Um, I be want to do smoothies, but um, I be wanting mine to taste like smoothie king. So I don't really. <laughs> I be scared. You know what it is? You just gotta add a scoop of sherbet. That's all it is. Oh, really? Literally, if y'all listen right that. now, well, then you gotta go buy, pay nine dollars. Only because, only because, when I do stuff like that, I be wanting, I want it to be as healthy as possible. That's why. Sure, I not that bad though. I mean, it's it's like a tablespoon. Yeah, I just do agave and okay, coconut well. water. Agave and coconut water do me fine. I feel well. You but, just express disdain for your experience without the sherbet. So I just want I to. But also, also t- in my defense as well, I never added sweetener to my smoothies because I didn't know that you could do that without it being unhealthy. You can add stevia. That's what I usually do. Yeah, I'm gonna get some. You know, I got some raw agave, 
But um, yeah, so since I shop for my vegetables at the farmer's market because they're cheaper and of course it's fresher, but the, the downside to that is you can't buy a lot of it at once unless you freeze it because it spoils fast. Like I, or, yeah. I got three tomatoes because um, I was going to make a sandwich and I literally just ruined my sandwich experience because everything is spoiled in four Man. days. Yeah, I hate that. That happens with me. I mean, I think that's a down. Well, number one, you get super fresh food. Also, just living alone in general. Yeah. Um, tends to food tends to go bad. So I try to get stuff I can freeze, but everything can't be. I mean, sometimes you can do bread like that, but even then, sometimes you got. You know, when you throw that bread out, it just don't hit the same. It don't hit the same, but it it work. It just depends on what you're gonna do with it, because you might can razzle dazzle it with for some French toast. My goodness. Well. <laughs> Um, so today, which will be yesterday, once this episode is out, I got my first dose of the Pfizer vaccine. Hey, Pfizer gang, 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 gang. (laughs) So I'm excited. Um, I was very, 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 very nervous up until I got the shot because, I mean, if you know me, I got tattoos everywhere. I got tattoos on my head, my face. I, I still don't like needles. And I know that sounds dumb, but for those of you who don't have tattoos, when you get tattoos, you literally don't see the needle. Like, it's inside of the gun. You don't see it. So that's one. And then when you get actual, like, vaccines and stuff, they puncture your muscle and your skin. Tattoos literally scratch the surface. Now, we'll say after today, tattoos. I don't like the way you said puncture. It, it punctures your skin. I mean, it oh, does. It's so tough. Exactly. That's how I look at it. That's why I don't like piercings that well, much. You, I mean, I don't know. I know you said yours didn't hurt, but I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel Nathaniel when I got my vaccine. Mind you, the lady was just looking at me crazy when I saw her. She was like, are you good? I said, yeah. I said, I'm fine. I said, I'm relaxed. But because um, I didn't want, I know this is dumb too, but I felt like if my heart rate was up, it was going to mess up. <laughs> Well, that's okay. We should have so a lot of cars like, that won't drive at the vaccine site. <laughs> so I was like chilling and I'm like, you know, let me just relax. And she was like, um, she was like, I said, I just don't like needles. She was like, yeah, I have all these tattoos. So of course, you know, they try to talk to you. She like, so when you get tattoos, do you not like, do you have to put like a warm towel on it or a cold towel? I was like, no. She was like, well, she was like, oh, you should do that with the vaccine. But she had already did it. Yeah, you like, imagine you seen fine? when I was getting mine, and I told her, I said, "Girl, it hurt more to lift my sleeve up." It yeah. wasn't nothing. So it wasn't bad. They did make you um sit there for like 15, 20 minutes to make sure you didn't have any side effects immediately. But dang, Kyle, kind of need it. to step did it they up. Do you like they that? Do... No, you see, I drove off. <laughs> okay, so I could have been the bottom of the Chattahoochee. No, listen. So the when I got there, I checked in. And then they gave me a pamphlet and they said that, you know, to download whatever app that they had. What you ain't sent me? I still, it's still in my car. Mm-hmm. Um, I got you. But it's an app that you download to um, basically identify the fact that you got your vaccine and just in case you don't have your card on you. And then it'll, you can schedule your second one on there or they'll schedule it for you. I think that's what she said. But she said they'll, they'll automatically schedule it for you after um, three weeks of today. So, um, yeah, so she did that. And then when I got my vaccine, she was like, okay, so after we're done, we're going to have you sit over in the holding area for about 15, 20 minutes. And we're going to have somebody come check on you, make sure you're not in no immediate pain. You're not breathing funny. You don't feel dizzy. So she had, I sat Dang. there. I probably sat there for like 12 minutes. Though. We did not get that in Marietta, Georgia. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Yeah, the only side effect is I don't know. Um, I I drove off with the gas pump again today. I think that probably had something to do with it. You might need to get checked out. I be so scatterbrained sometimes, and I was on the phone and I was eating and pumping gas at the same time. So I just really I was like, oh god. You probably topped your sandwich off with, with some gas. I don't tell him. <laughs> well, like, so. Vaccinated. Well, halfway vaccinated. I'm fifty percent through. Gang, gang, y'all get my next shot on the seventh. Um, right oh, so you had already scheduled yours? Yeah, I had to schedule it um the next day after they sent me a link to my email, and then I I followed the link. Well, let me see. Let me check my email then. But I had to wait twenty four hours. It wouldn't let me. I guess it wasn't in the system yet. All right. Well, let's get into the episode. You said you got a black business of the week this week. Yes. Okay. So, um, how long ago that was? Anyhow, sometime during the pandemic, I went to Los Angeles and, um, I did a little exploring. It wasn't as open, of course, but, um, I always wanted, I always wanted to go see the Nipsey, um, like where his store was and stuff like that. I never saw it. So Mm -hmm. every time I go to LA, I always like, I want to make it there. I want to make it there. But this time I had a car, um, so I drove there, but it was too much going on. So I ended up going to Slauson Mall, which is a known landmark in his hood as well. So I ended up going to get some gold and I've been hooked on it ever since. Like I wanted, I just, I wanted like one or two chains, but I was like, oh, this is really cute. And I never owned real jewelry. So that was my first piece of real jewelry that I bought. And so um, I came back to Atlanta and I was like, I want, I kind of want to add to my stack, but every time I would go to the discount miles out here, they don't have a wide choice of, um, pendants and the jewelers always say, oh, the reason why they, it's like that is because people don't really wear gold like that no more. They wear diamonds. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that is true. She was like, yeah, in Atlanta, they don't really wear gold. That's more so like a West coast thing. That's why they have more options. People wear more diamonds. So, um, Olivia saw on the makeup artist, she posted this jeweler a few months ago named Z. Her name is Z Jeweler on Instagram. And she um, got a necklace made from her. So I was like, oh, let me check her out. I didn't know that we had these type of people in Atlanta. And then for one, every time I go to these spots, I always end up working with people that are non-black. You know, not that, not yeah, that it's yeah. a problem. I mean, when I think of jeweler, but... I definitely think of brown people. So I get it. Yeah. So... Um, I was like, oh, wow, she's a black woman, blah, blah, blah. So she actually specializes in the pendants that I like. So I always said that I was going to give her a try. And so I kept searching around for like a 13 pendant because um, I've, I've seen people with like the year they were born, you know, the little varsity letters on that gold pendant. So I wanted one that said 13 because that's my favorite number. And nobody had it. So... She said that she could make it. I asked her. I asked her, I said, so do you have, you know, do you have it? And she was like, honestly, if we don't have it, what you want, then we can just make it. So that's exactly what she did. And then I ended up buying a um, a jade from her as well. So she sells real jade. Because I know a lot, these are like really popular right now, but everybody's plastic. No shade. I ain't got do you? But, um, you know, she said she just sells real jewelry and she sources all of her jewelry from California. So all my jewelry came from Cali, all of it. Okay. So she literally flies to Sacramento and she gets teeth molds uh, for people's teeth so they can get grills and she makes the grills out there. She gets um, more jewelry. She gets some custom stuff. Um, she gets chains cut however 
you know, long you want them, whatever, and then she'll either mail it to you or you can pick it up when she come back to Atlanta. I um I ended up recently buying two chains from her. Well, two pendants from her. I got my chains from somewhere else, but okay. Well, what's uh, her information? What's her um her ad and her website? Her she doesn't have a website. She she does everything over the phone. Her, her Instagram is just Z Jewelers, one word. Okay. Mm-hmm. I put the information in the episode notes per use. You know the vibes. Okay, cool. Z, not everything over the phone. Come on now. Yeah, because she wanna. She wants to actually. She likes to talk to people. Like when I inquired about it, she literally called me. She was like, "I want to know exactly what you want. I want to know how long. You know, blah blah blah." She okay, cool. Well, I'll check her out, and I might have a client for her. Hurry. Um, I only the only jewelry I wear is jewelry that's been purchased for me, and I got a lot of that. <laughs> Period. Okay, let me say something, and I'm a witness of it. And guess oh, what? Shut up. <laughs> but um, okay, cool. So let's get into today's episode. So first things first, um, I want to talk about tweets from the streets. Let go. Um, first, I um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting. I always get so t- these braces. I need them out my mouth. If y'all don't already know, it's been I mean it's been almost a week now. People kind of been going in on Kylie Jenner because long story short, she posted someone who apparently was a makeup artist at some point or a friend at some point, but either way, they got into a bad accident and needed emergency brain surgery. And so in the post that she made about him, she also did a swipe up to to donate to his GoFundMe. So people felt so the GoFundMe when she posted it said that he had a goal of $60,000 um and so people were basically like girl what's wrong with you like you're a billionaire why would you ask your followers to give money to this why don't you just pay it because that's your friend that's your makeup artist blah 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 now I'm not gonna lie when I first saw it I didn't think nothing of it I didn't think I'm like okay she shared a GoFundMe like okay cool but then as as I was saying this how social media gets you I started reading the comments and I'm like you know what if I work for somebody and I'm darn near, I'm on the brink of death. I would kind of feel away if they're a billionaire and they can't like cover my surgery. You know, not that anybody's entitled to give you anything out of their pockets, but what if that could make or break his his survival rate? You know what I'm saying? And so anyway, several days went by and she didn't really say anything. And somebody basically had the tweet that I was looking for, y'all, the person basically broke down how much she made and the equivalency of like a middle-class person or whatever, I guess you could say. So basically she was saying like Kylie Jenner being worth a billion dollars, um, the percent her giving five thousand dollars that's how much she donated is like a person who makes a hundred thousand dollars giving six dollars and thirty-two cents. And when I saw it, I was like, you know what? Good goddamn point. But then I started thinking. She's worth a billion dollars. That just means asset, including liquid. It doesn't mean that she has access to a billion dollars right now. It doesn't mean she doesn't have a lot of money, but somebody could have a billion dollars in real estate and zero dollars in a bank account. Zero and not have no money for a goddamn thing. So anyway, um, then she comes out and clears it up and basically is talking about, you know, hey, y'all, look, first of all, we ain't even cool no more. Me and the boy. I heard about what happened and I posted about it. And at the time he only needed 5000 more dollars to reach his goal because his goal was $11,000 and then it went up, which I see happen on GoFundMe's all the time. They changed the goal. So basically everybody was j- jumping down Kylie's throat for nothing. And she set the record straight. And I just wanted this first, before she cleared it up, I wanted us to talk about it in general about maybe how you felt about her posting the GoFundMe. And I still kind of want to know like what your thoughts are on that. Um, okay, so I think that it's the same thing that applies to us. Okay, so people see both of us and we in it, we're in two different fields, but people associate both of us with a lot of money or having a lot of money. Yeah. And so with that being said, it's always open your purse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just like, you know, um, I have no problem. Now I, I always tell, tell people that I have no problem with um 
with helping people out. But I think my problem with people is that um, with certain people, they ask for things when they don't 100% need it. And that makes me not want to give it to them. Like if I see that you're in a place where you really need help, I give people money all the time. Like I even, there's so many people that I'm barely friends with that I'll just be like seeing that they're going through something or they had a death in the family or lost a job or something like that. Very traumatic. And I'll send them money just for like lunch or something time. like $25. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just, yeah. you know, here you go. You know, and it's, it may not be much, but just to, just to know that somebody cares because I'm sure if I was on the receiving end and somebody did me like that, I would yeah, be very grateful it. because yeah. you know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> that's that. Um, I think that that same thing applies to anybody because who's to say that one day you won't be a billionaire or whatever the case may be. You're not going to sit there and pass out all your money to everybody. I mean, I don't think so anyway. Um, now just me being in a beauty community, I understand, um, the relationship between her and Samuel, which is the guy who you, he actually used to be her makeup artist for a short period of time. Yeah. Um, and then she ended up switching it to the one that she has now who she's been with for a minute. Um, but even still, even if she didn't post that, she's not obligated to get that man no money or even, mm-hmm. even do that because realistically that's not anybody that's related to her. Um, nobody that she's really, really close to. Um, she just did that out of the kindness of her heart. So even just, even if she didn't donate, just the repost of it, you know, because she know that she has a huge following. She has millions and millions and millions of yeah, followers. Yeah, it's like her properly using her platform. It's like people, when, when there's like protests going on different sides of the world, people tweet celebrities like, hey, can you tweet about this? Can you, can you post this? Exactly. And I think that this happens just a lot with Kylie, um, Surrounding her because I remember a while back the people were mad because she didn't tag a dress designer mm-hmm. and and she paid for the dress and this is like honestly that's just how it is like if you pay for something we as we as like normal patronizers of course we don't mind tagging people or whatever but that's literally her business like she literally gets paid millions of dollars just to just post to something post, on yeah. her page you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so that's for her to even purchase it and wear it i feel like for me as a designer that's enough that's respect for me i don't know i feel like people put a lot of not even just her just in general people put um people who are in very wealthy situations at a higher standard when people aren't necessarily like obligated to share their money i mean that would be nice and it would be you know helpful of course and i'm sure people will appreciate it but i just don't really care for stuff like that yeah, I agree, actually. I always say that people see that you make, like, let's say, I mean, like, to somebody like me and you, and this is not to brag whatsoever, I'm just trying to create a perspective. Somebody like me or you, $100,000 a year in somebody's salary is not that much money, right? But for somebody that's making fourteen to $20,000 a year, that is a whole lot of money. And mm-hmm. I just try to explain this to somebody. I'm like, okay, so this is, this is how I look at it, because it's not a lot of money. It's not, period. Now, it is a lot more money than what people, some people are making, but when you, when you think about perspective, like, for example, let's say when we was growing up, like we was living, struggling, right? When we finally got a little bit more money, we would go and find a place that was nicer than where we were living because those living conditions weren't good. Mm-hmm. And then it just happens over time. So basically, I guess the point I'm trying to say is like, as you make more money, your desires change and your access changes. So if somebody could be making $100,000, but just because they choose to spend a $2,000, $3,000 mortgage doesn't mean that they are wasting their money. It's 
basically it's all relative to your lifestyle. Like somebody could be a millionaire. Let's just, just say a millionaire, right? A millionaire is not going to live in a house that costs $120,000 more than likely, right? They're going to live in a house that's much more nicer because they know that they can access it. They know they can get to it. But from people on the outside looking in, why they got to be spending all that money on that kind of house? It's people that need this, need that, need it. But in reality, it's like, this is the kind of money I make and this is what I want to afford for myself. This is my lifestyle. So like for somebody like Kylie Jenner who could possibly have a billion dollars in liquid it doesn't mean that she just has this money just sitting somewhere waiting to be given to somebody. Like, that's, that's not how it works. And I hate when people do me like that, you know, and I'm like, listen, sweetheart, you might, I might make this dollar amount, but I have bills and, and my bills are not like, like I'm not going to move myself back to the West side so I can have money left over so I can potentially have some money to give you. Like, that's just not how it works. Yeah. And people just started. I, I literally, I purposely, I purposely made my life this way. And just so that I can afford the things that I want. Exactly. And when I make more money, I'm going to live even nicer because this ain't it. This ain't, this is not the ceiling for the lifestyle I want for myself. And it's just like, it gets to that point where people really do start counting your pockets. They see you have jewelry. They see you have cars and a house and you go certain places. And it's like, yes, because I can afford it. And if I want to spend my money on everything until the last penny, while it may not be smart, it is still my business. Boop. All right. <laughs> and Jackie, y'all said that. Okay. <laughs> okay so next up on the uh yeah. so next we're gonna go into shop talk um your girl sweetie and quavo done broke up you don't broke it up take care yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you already know by now but sweetie and quavo did break up um basically it seems like sweetie was forced to announce it just from my opinion because she went on that show with justin LaBoy and justin combs and it seemed like she was being a little flirty and we all know or maybe we don't know that she used to date justin combs so you know a couple of days before she even went on the show or that before it was aired people had noticed that her and quavo had unfollowed each other or at least she had unfollowed him i think he unfollowed her officially when the video started going out so anyway um, people was like, dang, did they break up? Blah, blah, blah. And they see her in this video. Like, like, oh, dang, this must be why they broke up. Blah, 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 blah. And so then she goes on Twitter. She's like, hey, look, I'm single. Long story short, he cheated on me. The picture that we painted for y'all is not true. And bye-bye. And then he come Quavo, being the, the man that he is. Uh, wow, you're going to put this on the internet? I thought you were better than that. Negro, you <laughs> wasn't the woman who I thought she was. Yeah, that was, uh, look, I ain't remember it verbatim and I ain't feel like going to the tweet, but basically him saying that, him saying you wasn't the woman I thought you was, what does that even mean? Is it because I tweeted or is it because I broke up with you for cheating on me? I think he broke up with her or whatever he, he when he meant by that was he didn't know that she be dipping her sandwiches in Kool-Aid. Ah. I was saying. Ah. <laughs> he like, uh-uh, this, I draw the line now. Hold on now. I know I'm from Atlanta and things are a little bit different on the, on, in the Bay Area. Yeah, um, and then she replied, take care, which was, that was fine to me. That was better than ignoring it. That was fine. Because <laughs> that's that's uh, like saying K. Yeah, they're trying to start rumors saying that he took the, the icy car back, but he didn't. First of all, that's, no, let me t- say a couple things. People acting so shocked, but I have definitely been in a relationship. Because she said that she had mentally checked out a long time ago. I've definitely been in a relationship where I had men- mentally checked out. But it's not as simple as saying, okay, I just checked out. Time to break up. Like, you things that, it don't work like that. Sometimes you need confirmation. Things kind of add up. Sometimes the circumstance is not that simple. But when the time is right, the time is right. And it just is what it is. And so, um, I, I mean... I think that people basically looking at the Valentine's Day gifts and all the other stuff is like how in the world they break up, but it, that's how it can be. You can have good days and that that underlying problem can still be big enough to make me still want to break up with you. You just made me happy in this yeah. moment. Unfortunately, I never had the chance to have somebody that, you know, 
did me wrong and then were able to still buy me gifts that's that expensive um, <laughs> <laughs> or, buy, or buy me anything of that nature at all you know but yeah. i mean some of us are blessed in other ways you know you, trying- <laughs> you looking at me no oh no. i was like i ain't i don't think i'm getting did wrong god please now Hold no me. you're not but i'm just saying some people are just blessed you know even when you get done wrong here's my thing about dating i always say this okay um i generally desire to date and i know this sounds really insane but i desire to date um somebody either in the industry or an actor mm-hmm. or somebody who's really wealthy and known just because for one i feel like my my job nobody really understands it unless you're another artist come on be simone oh that's what it's giving it is but go ahead i don't care so (laughs) um but no only reason why i say that is because I feel like some guys are gonna do me wrong anyway, just because that's just how the cookie crumbles. I would rather to get done wrong by somebody rich than somebody who can't yeah, do no, shit for me. I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, I know that sounds so dumb. Wrong. Do you but do I think guys wrong? Huh? Do you do guys wrong? No, I've never cheated on anybody I ever dated. That's the only way you can be wrong. People got to cheat the only thing to break up. That is true. Um, I definitely have had certain um personality traits that i had to grow out of because i realized that that was kind of pushing guys away from me but um i'm not perfect i don't expect them to be perfect either but listen you sound like somebody who be missing a relationship i ain't perfect i don't i don't i don't i promise you i don't i promise you i don't (laughs) i promise i promise you i don't i not that one only that one time that i told y'all about on the show when i walked out um was that your fault that wasn't your fault it wasn't necessarily my fault, but I could have had a little bit more patience. No, you couldn't. Well, I went wrong then. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is this goes back to, and I know it's easy to get caught up in it, but people got to stop idolizing couples. And you know, they did look cute. Don't get me wrong. And you know, I just think that I ain't idolizing. I'm idolizing the, the money. Like I want, like buy me a car. I want. <laughs> stuff i just don't want to pay for it you know certain, <laughs> certain things I, I generally think are stupid purchases and and, yeah. and that's just me and it may be because i don't have the money right then right now yeah that's but, what it is look we count their pockets yeah so so for me i'm like you I'm know, having one of those moments i'm having one of those moments i don't want to buy it with my money so i would rather you buy it for me yeah no that bentley was very cute now you're right though listening to city girls i've been listening to city girls a lot lately Listen, I, first of all, it's nothing wrong with having expectations from a partner. Now. It's just all about if you're going to find somebody who's willing to meet them expectations. Listen. You know, it Let's sucks. I, you know, my thing is, I don't ever, ever want to date someone. I think that for me, I mean, I'm, if I was a celebrity, I think, I think that I would want somebody who was successful but not as popular. Like you think about like Issa Rae. Like people know that she's married or engaged or she has this, a man, but he's not like somebody that we would ever see on a shade room or something like that. Like it's kind of like low key enough to not be for for every aspect of the relationship to not be publicized. So that's annoying. And I think that sometimes those things can impact the quality of your relationship and how you look at your partner. Just even when you don't mean for that to happen, it's just too much. Yeah, no, I feel it. Um, let me go back to kind of change what I meant about being about somebody being an entertainer. Um, I don't mind being hid, hidden. I don't <laughs> okay, want to be hold on. It's giving, it's giving man mistress. 
I don't want to be a mistress or nothing like that, but you notice how some people, like say for instance, two chains and his wife, you never really see her. Yeah. Now she's there and you know he's married, but you just never see her. I don't care about being a I just well, I, I think a lot of people life. we see them a lot because they want to be seen too. It's like exactly that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that. Yeah, I feel you. I now, you me speak- too. I don't ever want my relationship to ever be publicized, period, even as a regular tax paying citizen. So I can imagine being famous. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, y'all need to leave me alone now. I don't, don't want to be famous. Make me unfamous so I can be in yeah. love. Like I'm, I'm gonna be chilling. Like I don't wanna I don't wanna do that. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you, Pooh. Well, I hope you get the um the black king that you desire. Listen, if you're listening to this, you made about you make about seven or eight figures, and you um. They don't. Have, what are they not making that yet? But they're about to. See, so you can, you gotta come on the way. Pockets. I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What what Carisha said. I like. That. <laughs> no, that's what Shamarco said. I like that. <laughs> oh no, he's. You know what? Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. So, uh, do you have anything to add to Shop Talk? Um, um, I'm having one of those moments. I'm having one of those moments. <laughs> okay, so um, since Draco doesn't have anything to add to Shop Talk, I want to talk about this Derek Jackson dude who I actually had never heard of until this situation came up. But basically, he's one of those Instagram people that make relationship posts. First of all, all men like that to me are corny. I'm sorry. You can you can have good advice and good storytelling without being like that. And by that, you go on his page, you know exactly what I mean. The same kind of front frame. Then he'd be in the car. It's just be too much. So anyway, y'all, basically what happened is he cheated on his wife, basically. Mm-hmm. Now, let him tell it. He um He was separated. His wife had um left the house and all you know all this mess blah blah blah. It's just so y'all the whole thing just looks so staged and forced and fake. Like the videos are fake. It's weird. It's like he's not even snapping out of his Instagram character, trying to address these the scandals. And so he even like brings up John Gray, who's the cheating pastor, who claims that he never slept outside of his wife. But you know that's not up to me to determine i let god handle that but it's just so funny because apparently he has a book and he's like this unofficial guru and he does all these videos that go viral i don't know but it's just so funny to me that he is somebody that preaches a lifestyle that he does not live himself um it's always just- it though it's that's always what it is and so it just made me think about all these people that people idolize because i mean think about it now with social media anybody can be famous which is okay that's fine we got the access right but people kind of buy into that narrative that people put out there on the internet and it's it's it you see what happens like i saw a meme it was like if you ever broke up with your partner because of um Derek jackson you were you're entitled to compensation it's like people probably literally live their life based off what this man has been saying and don't get me wrong it does not mean that he's giving bad advice but it's kind of hard to it's like these pastors who get caught up in these scandals and they out here preaching the word of god it's like i'm having one of those moments <laughs> where did you like, get that from nini i got nini oh maybe i don't know anyway the audio is on tiktok but uh but yeah it's just so crazy so i just wanted to talk about not specifically cheating and being a, a relationship guru but just makes me think about all these people on social media who have become influencers and they sell their message like they sell these books and these workshops and these webinars and they be mean girls in real life they be scammer dudes in real life it's just like not it's totally opposite of what they preaching 
Um, we can definitely talk about it because I'm just not really with it. I think that me picking up on this a long time ago when the girls were having like the brunches and the women empowerment seminars and just, I'm not a woman, so I didn't go, but a lot of these people I've had to work with and just be around. And I want to start off by saying just because you do have um, good ideas and good points, that doesn't mean that you're a perfect person. So I don't expect people to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do realize that a lot of people weren't telling the truth. So I feel like they're selling a dream. And then, you know, um, the come up stories just don't be realistic. They be too similar to each other. Yes. And it'd be like missing so many details. They'd be making it seem like it's so simple. It's like, all you got to do is just manifest. No, no. So my thing about it is, okay, cool. You know, um, if you're trying to be a motivational speaker, then cool, because anybody can do that. Like, of course, you know, it, don't, it doesn't matter because everybody, like I said, nobody's perfect, but don't try to, I, I think that my problem came when people sell dreams of like, oh, you can start your business doing this and doing this and doing this and doing this. And I only started it with $75. And you just use your last seventy five dollars get your LLC, and that don't be true. And LLCs cost more than seventy five dollars. That's just you know, and that and that's all misleading because I'm like, well, you forgot to leave out the fact that you're owning a salon with your money laundering boy um, money from your boyfriend. Um, <laughs> you had connections already in this arena. Yeah, it's like you leaving out a lot of details, and it's just misleading. So for me, um. Even people, even up to people that are like politicians sometimes, like oh, oh for for sure. Politicians you know, are some of the biggest hypocrites. So I'm just like, you know, I just kind of figure stuff out on my own. You know, and, and when people tell me stuff or they ask me for advice or just ask me, you know, how I got started on these things, I genuinely tell them the truth. Like I tell them, like, I because I think that the what people don't realize is that even though makeup is a very lucrative job, but I had to do so much extra work on the outside just to actually make money to live. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I had to work jobs at the strip club at nighttime. I had to go work at Mac. I had to work at the salon. I had to discount my prices to do on, on days of like big events just to see some money to pay my bills for real, because it just wasn't hitting like that yeah. up until recently. Like it, it, I didn't start making no real money up until seven eight years of doing makeup yeah mm. you know what i'm saying so 10 10 mm. not no real money like i ain't i wasn't poor i wasn't broke i was making I get, something. But money enough to be comfortable with this being your full-time craft though yeah yeah i feel it so, yeah, I agree. And I, um, I, and I, I don't think there's, this is the, th- I agree. So number one, there's a couple of things I want to say. So I know people who have gone to some of these workshops and they actually don't be saying nothing special. And by nothing special, I mean, it'll be like, first you need to be motivated, which is obviously a given, but you, I didn't pay you $1,400 to hear that, to get this paper, this paper bag with confetti in it and lip gloss made by somebody else who paid you to put their product in this bag. And they'll be like, you know, um, buy my, my ebook. It's like a girl's guide. It just, so this is what I don't like. I've seen ebooks where they're like selling the links to free platforms. Like they'll sell a link to Canva. So like all these different things that I know oh. stuff that is, and I've seen people even running companies making 
marketing material for people from using Canva or other free platforms. And I guess my point with that is just not fair to the consumer. Like, obviously, they probably could have Googled it, but I think they they take advantage of the idea that people don't even think to Google it. You know what I'm saying? And to be fair, from a business perspective, who fault is that, right? It's like, if the person yeah. doesn't know to find that, then I guess they, they got to put their trust in somebody to pay. But it's just, to me, it's just kind of harmful, especially when you're charging well over $1,000 and people be traveling to come and get this information from you. And it's not even something, like they're paying college course credit money. You know what I'm saying? And so to me, it's just not, it's just not fair. And I'm, I, I feel like, like you said, a lot of these people do be starting their businesses with drug money or they be cleaning money and stuff like that. And it's like, why don't you, I feel like you can, you can, you can, funk, you can, you can change the focus a little bit. Like, okay, okay, okay. You start, you started this kind of way. Let me tell you something. I had somebody invest in me. If you can find somebody who believes you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just feel like it just be unfair. And when you can kind of point these people out on social media, you can tell right away who they are and what it is, just how they even talk to people. It's like, you know, this is not true. This is not what really happened. I really hate that people spend their hard earned cash to come back home with some darn bubble gum. Yeah. Um, I think what happens too is they they target a lot of these people that people that live in small cities because of course they're looking for a way out. Yeah, and for if sure. you notice, and there's nobody around them doing that kind of stuff. No, and if you notice, it's only a few cities in in America where black people are like really succeeding in ways that are being broadcast on social media. Now, keep in mind that's two different worlds. Like there's mm-hmm. a corporate world where most of the time people who um, work in corporate America are not active on social media that much. They don't be paying attention. So people don't really know, or they don't just realize that that world exists. So they only think that entrepreneurship is the only way out. Of, yeah, for sure. For like sure. I will say I never had no examples for corporate America, like that life until I got into it, which may, which would have been easier for me if I knew people that represented that. But you're right. Everybody is doing some kind of gig, which is okay. But they, like you said, they kind of think that that's the only way out. It's the only way because that's what's broadcasted on social media. Social media is like the influence of everything at the moment, mm-hmm. even when it comes down to certain jobs. So even if, cause I think for me, it's like, dang, like, even though you can make money from doing this, like you just want to make sure that you're hundred percent in it. And even though the person who said this, I don't really listen to stuff they say because they are one of the most capest people on the planet, <laughs> but she did have a, a point. You weren't 12 years old saying that you wanted to sell hair. Mm-hmm. You, was gonna, you know what I'm saying? You was going to sell tea or sell this. You know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't. Who said that? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, you know, honestly, that is true. You know what I'm saying? I think that what it is for me, which I'm seeing, is that people are really lacking, like, working in influence. That yeah, it's like that they're, they're they're lacking in in literally finding their passion or, or working towards a passion that they like. They're just doing stuff to make money, and that's kind of frustrating in a way yes i agree i know people who have made cookbooks and took stuff out of their actual recipe so that people don't have their recipe (laughs) like jesus that's crazy that is crazy it is so crazy and that's what i'm saying like it's just it's just not fair man and i know i'm i don't consider my no no i don't consider myself a guru in any aspect but whenever i get some knowledge i always share it and i remember when i let, did my last couple of hacks and stuff on social media people's like you should have a workshop i will come why 
Listen, what? Thank you, number one, for acknowledging that and seeing that. Well, and but you know, well, you know what I realized though, people really enjoy stuff like that, and that's cool. But to me, I think it's to me it's so easy to do. I can I would feel so guilty charging anybody anything for something that I found just by reading stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, maybe I'm missing my calling. You know what I'm saying? But I can't see myself ever charging people. And I obviously I wouldn't charge those sixteen hundred or however much money. But I just don't see myself charging for stuff like that because in my mind I'm like, sweetie, all you gotta do is Google this and do that, and then it's like, boom, you know, mind blown. But a lot of these people, I maybe I don't have an entrepreneurship mentality. Maybe that's what it is. I lack that, so I can't see everybody as like a dollar sign which is i mean yeah. every there are so many i mean when i think about all these different businesses out here that people actually could do themselves i mean there's so many things i mean even when you think about changing an air filter on a car like you can literally do that in 15 seconds but they will charge you depending on your car hundred dollars an hour on labor to change out a part that's like 13 dollars. so it's like they are benefiting off of people who don't know how to do it themselves or don't want to do it themselves like i mean i guess it's just it's a good and a bad side to it i think I, what i just don't like Mostly it's these women empowerment people that are actual mean girls. Like they aren't friendly at all. They'll be friendly at that event. They won't even, you know, take pictures with you. They, they beefing with people and you can't beef in this normal, I guess, but it's like they selling this image of being like this goody two shoes when in reality they are the opposite of that. And a lot of them getting evicted out of impart apartments but calling themselves momionaires and all that other stuff. It's like, no, that ain't what the rent office said. Okay. I think that's why I love Jada. Jada is just Jada seems so authentic to me. So and did, uh, even like people, Sweetie and Quavo, huh? Nothing. You said so did Sweetie and Quavo? No, <laughs> I mean like when I say authentic, I mean like um, even though she knows her influence and she knows how big of a person she is on social media, when she goes to events and stuff like that she interacts with the people that that like her like she's not like so good to the point where she can't be around them yeah i mean like, it's a pandemic not face i don't really keep up i don't follow her nothing like that and this is no shade I, I think she's a pretty girl and i i've never really heard of anything that made me judge her in any kind of way but i don't know enough about her to get that impression but that's good i mean i think that there are a lot of genuine people out there but i think that because there are so many people who are on this get rich quick method it's kind of it kind of gets clouded you know and honestly, that's probably where I'm um, going to direct going the direction I'm going with who I want to date. I'm I'm actually not 100 percent serious about that for one. <laughs> I don't want to run nobody sure. off. <laughs> now you're thinking like mm, I don't know. He might not hit a million. No, I could no, because seriously, like for real, for real. Baby, baby mama, he was not a rapper yet. I understand. However, <laughs> However, I think that with me, I think I'm just getting frustrated with dating. I'm just not really, um, I don't know if I'm not grasping the concept of what dating is, or I just keep running into losers, which I think is more so the second one. Because um, it's more, it's definitely a lot of them. You got to get them right before they um, move to America. Like I just keep having weird things in my head. I'm like, you know what? At this point, what what um, what are rich niggas at? <laughs> I feel you. I mean... I, I don't have an opinion on it. I, you know, dating sucks. And I think Atlanta is the worst place to try to find somebody. Listen. But it's possible, but it's unlikely. Scam likely. Have you ever paid somebody for their workshop or bought their ebook? Um, I have bought, um, I bought, so, okay, here's the thing. So 
I get invited to a lot of people's events. Okay. So I'll go. If I go to your event and you have something for sale, I'm going to buy something. Yeah. Just to like. Just out of respect. Like I'm not trying to just show up and then just not like support you. Yeah. I feel. um, That'll be like the only way, but I'm never just sat at home and just been online and just been like, you know what? I really want to buy that because I really want to know how she got this or this and this and this. I never was that person. Yeah. I definitely will buy art before I do that. Like I recently bought a book full of like um, photos from my favorite photographer. I'll buy something like that. It's a coffee book, a coffee table book, but um, I'll buy little stuff like that. Or if it's something that I can wear, yeah, like clothes, hoodies, or an outfit, t-shirt, you know, of course I'll support it, but I've never just bought like a, a how-to book from my favorite influencer because I don't care. So I did before. I bought, uh, um, when I first started my travel blog, I bought this uh, this little package ebook on how to get sponsorships on a travel blog, but it was all a scheme. It was like, um, and the only thing is I didn't need help on what to do, but I wanted to make sure that I was saying the right stuff because I had a low following. So basically, I went to the girl's site, I bought the ebook, and then of course you get a pop up. Hey, if you do this, you'll get this. And overall, I think I spent like $55. It wasn't even that much. But when I got the material, first of all, they never sent me the second one. I had to reach out to get it. But when I got the material, it was not it was literally nothing. It was like names, blank space, date, blank. It was just it just wasn't worth it. And it was like, dang, whatever. I mean, I wrote off of my taxes, so whatever. Um, let me just give this PSA to anybody listening that has trouble in finding things or um, they, you know, need an opinion on a lot of things. I will say that YouTube really, 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 really is a big asset to the culture. Um, sure. And TikTok. Don't sleep on TikTok. Find, I've been learning a lot lately. TikTok too. TikTok too. But I, I definitely appreciate YouTube because the videos are longer and you can be more in-depth on it. So, like, I literally YouTube every single thing like i even sent alicia a video the other day how to make this campy pasta that i found how to make on youtube for free so um anytime i need to buy electronics like cameras if i need to buy shoes like if i'm buying a shoe from a company that i never bought before i need to know the durability of it i need to know because i have flat feet i have flat feet and um my problem with shoes is a lot of them hurt my feet because of their because they're flat mm-hmm. and then also i have I've, I've been running into a problem where i get the wrong size shoe so i never know if i need to go up a size or down whatever the case may be i literally youtube everything mm-hmm. so that yeah, really you helps. should absolutely and, and don't just watch one video watch several because yeah. you'll be able to kind of get the consistencies yep and I, and I remember i bought some shoes about four or five years ago from ebay and i had i watched a youtube video to see if they were real or not because i felt like it was fake <laughs> so i mean little stuff like that even down to like um um organizing your makeup kit cleaning your makeup kit cleaning um i mean like whatever it is that you, i mean it's, it's literally everything is on there yeah i agree i do i just wish um you know I, and sometimes that might be too much work for people you know what i'm saying doing all that rabbit hole diving but i do t- i totally agree do some googles do some youtube and i mean literally Sometimes you can reach out to these these um, content creators and they might give you some more insight as well. But I think sometimes people, you know, people get sold on somebody's personality and that, that becomes their form of trust. I think that's what it is too, honestly. But I mean... And then they go on YouTube talking about how they got ripped off. 
But anyway, so I guess my personal opinion on y'all, I mean, obviously support who you want to support, but just be a little bit, um, just have, try to use the best possible judgment to make sure that this is going to be something worth your while. Like, you know, to be honest, a lot of these people are successful by luck and by convenience. Some things that were set in the stars for them or set in the, um, the, crim- the, the organized crime. <laughs> Sometimes it is that simple. Sometimes it is not. And it really is not. I mean, you just, I don't know. I guess you just got to see. <laughs> All right, so so I mean you now I think about you don't sold some workshop tickets before. Should we trust you? Makeup class. I didn't sell no workshop tickets on how to get rich. My bad. All right. I was just trying to wanted to literally learn my makeup technique. It wasn't on me telling them that I started my makeup kit with five (laughs) hundred dollars. So talk what you know, don't talk what you don't know. Say less poo. Okay, cool. Well, all right, y'all. You got anything to add? Um, let me just add the fact that I'm halfway vaccinated. So please believe that one birthday come around this year, I'm going to be running around Aruba with my head. Are you going to Aruba? I need to be there. Listen, I'm already looking up the the houses now and everything. Who are going to be there? I'm just playing. People that's vaccinated. (laughs) Period. (laughs) No, I do want to go to Aruba. It's been on my list for a long time and it's such a simple place to go to. So I want to just go and see the flamingos. Um, this has been another episode of OD Podcast on you hoes. So let me tell you something. Make sure y'all listening, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Tell them to come and listen in. Also, give us some feedback. We got the email. We got the Instagram DM with the fanny pack. Yeah. Now please send us some letters. We want some we want some listener letters. Listen ODP at gmail.com. Each and every episode has our contact information in the episode notes. Just scroll all the way to the bottom. You see the email and we even got a phone number. Text us. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'll let y'all later.